Hey, welcome back to Focus on Winning Podcast. My name is Ashraf. Look, I know you have a lot of knowledge. You have pretty much consumed a lot of things. You have read books, joined courses, attended workshops. You have learned pretty much everything about what your business really needs, right? You know, some people say knowledge is power. And some also say knowledge is potential power. So whatever it is, that power is useless if you don't use it, right? So I believe execution is the real power. I mean, everyone can have the knowledge, but only a few can apply it. So maybe you have a product you want to launch. Maybe you have a strategy that you believe can accelerate your success, but you just haven't applied yet. Or maybe you have a YouTube channel or a podcast or a message that you want to share to the world. You believe that you have something that can help people improve their life. But there is one thing that stops you from doing it, that stops you from launching the thing or that stops you for, from doing the strategy. Well, I know what it is. It's the fear, right? Fear of taking action. You are afraid of what people will say to you. You are afraid that your friends and family will abandon you. You are afraid of wasting money, energy and time. You are afraid of being judged. You are afraid of how silly you will look or, or sound. You are afraid of failing. So that's a problem here. You are afraid of many things. I know how it feels. It's really uncomfortable to have this feeling, right? But what if you could take advantage of your fear? What if you could execute all of the strategies that you have learned without caring about what people will say? How does it feel to you to have this kind of attitude? So in this episode, I want to talk about how to turn your fear into action. I think this is important for every entrepreneur if they want to work on their mindset because I believe mindset is the first step to success, right? You can't achieve something if you don't have the right mindset. So that's pretty much how the law of attraction works, right? So the guest that I'm bringing today is Tristan Winneker. He has been a certified life coach since 2017. He has helped many people find balance in their lives while creating their legacies with his walnut age method. He has a 15 year in experience of being a scientist in the biotechnology industry. Now I know you might be thinking, how does a scientist turn into a life coach? Is that even possible? Well, let's find out after the intro. So the real question is this, how would an entrepreneur like us, who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire, join Usheruf as he answers this big question so you can apply it too. Welcome to Focus on Winning. Hey Tristan, welcome to the Focus on Winning podcast. So glad to have you here. All right. Well, hey, Asaraf. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you and and to to share some value. I hope that uh, you know for your audience, <laughs> for your listeners. So tell us, how did you get started as a life coach? Yeah. So you know, back in 2017, 
that was really a transitional year for me. Um, I had just had my second child. Uh, I was working Ooh. at a at a biotech company. Um, Congrats! And, uh, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> and and just about the middle of that year. I actually got laid off from my from the job that I had. So there I was, mm-hmm. you know, picture that a, a, a dad with a two year old and a newborn. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, I was under this in, incredible pressure, I felt to, to find my next job as quickly as I could. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, part of what had really been calling to me, not not just then, but over the years was was teaching. And it, it was maybe only a year before that, that I had found out about coaching. You know, I'd, I'd never had a coach. I'd never, you know, really looked into that before, but I found out about it. And so I decided that that was a golden opportunity for me to go get certified as a coach, um, you know, so that I could really help people. I wanted to step beyond what I knew in the biotech industry as a lab scientist and, and help people in a more direct way, right? So, you know, despite not having a job and, and, and having to pay tuition for the for a certification, right, didn't seem like the most responsible thing, but it was calling to me so strongly that that's, you know, it was just something I had to do, right? And, and there were certainly some difficult times through that, you know, with um, building a business, with, you know, balancing my family, I was losing sleep, I felt so much pressure to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so that's really what I strive to bring to my clients is how do we, how do we create a vision for the life that we want to have and maintain a balance with all the things that are most important to us as we work toward, toward building that vision. Mm-hmm. And why did you, why did you change to a life coach? I mean, you were from a biotech technology, some sort of background like that, right? Right. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Great question. Um, You know, part of it was, so I had to go back even further, you know, as far back as high school, I had a a goal, a a dream of, of getting a PhD and Uh teaching at like a university level and doing like genetics research and that kind of thing. Uh, That that Mm. was fascinating to me. The field of genetics is fascinating to me. Um, When I, when I completed my bachelor's degree, I went, um, I went into industry because uh, I wasn't sure exactly what I'd want a PhD in. So I worked for several years in the biotech industry, went back to graduate school, um, and about halfway through, I realized that that life of being a professor really wasn't what I wanted. That wasn't the route of teaching that that I thought it was going to be. I, that, that you know, it's it's. I just realized that that wasn't the path for me. So I ended up going back to industry, uh, back to the biotech industry. And worked for another several years, and that was actually a really difficult transition too, because there I was, you know, I had gone, followed this dream of a PhD that I'd had for years and years and years, and it ended up not working out the way I I, I thought it would, and it was like, well, now what do I do? You know, what 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 dream do I have now? And so part of me, mm-hmm. I was almost like a, it wasn't like a, a full depression, but it was just sort of a, you know, is this it? You know, is this, is this the rest of my life? And it wasn't a bad life at all, but it just, it wasn't, it wasn't that dream that I thought, you know, that, that my mm-hmm. life was going to end up at. And so mm-hmm. then with coaching, as I, as I started to, 
put the pieces together of what coaching would look like for me, you know, as far as teaching goes, as far as getting to build a business goes, as far as getting to be creative and, and help people and, and put together information and content in a way that spoke to me and then would also speak to the people, you know, to my clients. Um, you know, it was, it was such a natural transition. And so, you know, for me, it, like, Within the biotech industry, right? I mean, generally, that's a it's a good industry. There's a lot of great companies. You know, the benefits are good. The you know, there's a lot of great things about it. But it wasn't what was calling to me, and so that's what I strive, you know, to, to help people with. Is even if you're in a good spot, if you're not content there, if there's something more that's calling to you, you've got to honor that. Otherwise, you just you start to feel more and more stuck and. And once you do honor it, you know, like I said, it wasn't a very easy transition because it was something completely different, completely new, but yeah. I've never looked back, you mm-hmm. know, and it is so worth it to push through those tough times. I mean, I, I, you know, it was difficult with my wife for a while. We are now much, much stronger relationship, much deeper than we ever would have been had we not moved through that. You know, that we all want more uh, in our life, right? We all want to... Uh, change people's life. We want we we wants to impact others' life, right? Me and you. So it's amazing that you have that kind of mindsets that you want more out of your life than just following a trend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I and I think all of us have that on some level. You know, for me, it was definitely the biggest calling was in my career, but you know, this can show up in any area of your life, your health, you know, if you want better health, it can be so easy, you know, and, and, and so many people, you end up stuck in that same pattern, right. Of, of the same mm-hmm. diet, the same, whatever that level of exercise is or isn't, you know, for you, um, you know, within our relationships, you know, do you want more friends, but deeper relationships, uh, you know, these are all perfectly natural things, right. That we, that come up. And yet oftentimes we kind of, we put like a, a cap on it, right? We, we bottle it up, push it down and say, no, 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 you know, that's, things are okay. Or, you know, maybe later, you know, whatever it is. But the sooner you can do it, the sooner you're willing to just say, yes, I want that and I'm going to go for it. I yes. mean, you know, <laughs> it's, it's so key. Life will just open up for you in so many ways. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're, you're just waking up from, you know, from a dream to, to do something more. Absolutely. So, all right, Tristan, as I mentioned in the intro, we are going to talk about how to turn fear into action. So let's first talk about the the fear when you were starting out. What was your fear? I mean, you, you left your job, right? So yeah. that's one of your fear that you feel like, feel like empty after that. Yeah, yeah, And absolutely. What, what, what is your other fear? Yeah. So, so, you know, one of those fears was definitely being able to provide for my family. Right. Um, Mm. you know, in in a way that I had never done before, you know, when you, when you're used to just, you know, you go to work, you do the things you need to do and you get a paycheck for doing those things. That's very different than going out and, and, you know, needing to find, uh, you know, find the work, find the jobs and, and ask for money and, and ask for it in a way that is, that is valued, you know, representative of the value that you're providing. That's a huge mindset shift. And, and it's a scary shift to make. Uh, it was for me anyway, you know, to ask for money. Um, and a, another big one was honestly what we're doing right now, right? This is, this is public exposure. 
for me, right? Um, and <laughs> yeah. and as a as a biotech scientist working in a lab, and you know, and I grew up in a small town. Like my entire life, I've I've generally been a very private person, um, and so you know the 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 thought of having, I mean, having like holding live workshops. I love doing that. But it's not something that's being posted and broadcast out there. You know what I mean? So like going on and, and posting videos on YouTube and and doing things like like interviews like with you here, these were terrifying things for me. Oh I mean it's it's take it like it took years, you know, literally years. It, I mean, it's been three years now since I um was certified. And it it took a couple of years for me to just continuously, you know, ask myself, what do I want? What is going to move me in that direction? What's the next step I can take? And so I've taken, you know, many, many, many little steps along the way, including, you know, meditations and visualizing what I want until I was ready to start being a more public figure, getting more comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. And so for, you know, to, to tie that into your, to the listener, Right. What is it that you want to create and what will it take to get you there? And what about that? Right. Where does the fear come in for you? And so recognize Mm -hmm. that, recognize what the fear is and then take a step, identify at least one step that you can take in that direction. And that is likely going to require. Right. For for me, it wasn't just saying, okay, I, you know, I, I need to get myself out there. I'm going to jump straight into podcasting. No, it it was a very... (laughs) a gradual process, right? Of doing little steps that gradually got me more and more comfortable and took me closer and closer, right? So you may need to chunk it down and break it down into smaller and smaller pieces until you've identified an action that you can take that's not this big, you know, this big, scary, like all or nothing kind of thing, right? It's about walking the path one step at a time. And it's amazing that you mentioned about being in interview where you have to spend years of building up your confidence to be where you are right now, right? And also that's, you know, I too feel fear when I, I'm about to interview people, <laughs> especially people that speak other language than me, English, right? Mm-hmm. And my language is Malay, just to let you know. So it's, it's kind of pulls me back to do what I want to to be. Well, and I want to commend you because you're doing a fantastic job and and you're clearly even if you're experiencing the fear, you're still moving forward. You're still doing it, right? You haven't decided that this is too uncomfortable and, you mm-hmm. know, hung hung it up and and quit and that is so crucial, right? <laughs> I mean, it, from where you started doing these interviews to where you are now, I mean, have you gotten more comfortable every single time you've done it? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> so you you still kind of have those same uh, same jitters, same as as you did at the start. Um, maybe a little bit, but you know, I kind of improve more than before. So you know, I don't really get started, even though I still am. But uh, it's just way lesser than before. And also, I have a lot of vocabulary. I have, uh, and my pronunciation is getting better. So a lot of things have been improved, actually. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you're doing a great job. And and, wow. and of course, obviously, the more that you do it, right, the more comfortable you get. And that's mm-hmm. that's what's so key, right? It, it, it's it's like 
I mean, it's like anything, like lifting weights, anything. The more times you do it, the easier it gets, the stronger you get, the more comfortable you get, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, for, for you, the podcasting, for your listeners, you know, if it's, if it's health, it's, I mean, it's about building the habit, Yeah. right? And, and, and that can start with just the smallest of steps, mm -hmm. but doing them repetitively and consistently to, you know, build that, that mental memory of what that feels like. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, it's part of your comfort zone. You know, it's not this scary thing you've never done before. Now it's, yes. it's your routine, right? Yeah, you're right. You know, I also re realized that podcasting has become my routine now because I have to interview people every month. And sometimes I have like five interviews for one month. So uh, I kind of I feel that it becomes my second nature, right? <laughs> All right, there you go. The first part series of how to turn your fear into action. So I'm planning to cut this interview into two part series. So there will be two parts where the second part will be live next week on Wednesday. So if you want the second part, make sure to subscribe, give rate and review so that you will be notified about this episode when you open on uh, Spotify or maybe you are using iTunes. So anyway, on the second part, we will be talking about why does someone have fear when taking action, how to use fear into taking massive action, the two most important questions to ask to crush your fear, and so much more. So again, if you want to get notified about the upcoming episode, make sure to subscribe to this show. So when the episode is out, you will be the first one to get notified, right? So until then, stay winning. Hey, thank you for listening. We hope you can implement everything from this episode. And would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now? If so, subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you. 